Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. We've got the full crew in the building. Joel Pavone's in the flesh. What's up, Joel? What's going on? What up? Where you been, buddy? Sean Dutra. You know that voice from anywhere, right? What's guys? up? At this point of your favorite Celtics podcast, Causeway Street, the crew is back because we got plenty to talk they about. They call him Jim Shady. <laughs> I mean, for starters, the Celtics put together a win. They're still a 500 team, by my estimation, because I still don't count that Phoenix Suns game as a win, but that's not a deal there. I mean, face it, this is a 500 team, guys. This is what we're dealing with. The Celtics are a 500 team. They do come home, but we have to talk about what has led them to this point. Of course, we will break that down. Also, we'll talk about the new starting lineup that we saw against the Pelicans. Is this the lineup that Brad Stevens needs to implement moving forward? We'll break that down. Also, we'll talk about Anthony Davis, a name that's been again surrounded the Celtics for like, what, the last two or three years, it seems like. Um, he had a pretty good game against the Celtics Monday night. Still managed to be a loss. And the report of him putting together a short list of destination teams that he's willing to be traded to also reported last week after our last episode. So we'll also break that down. And we'll ask the question, are you willing to see Anthony Davis in a Celtics uniform this season without Kyrie Irving? I'll explain more. In a little bit, so there's a little tease for you guys. Oh, wow, a little teaser there, huh? But let's talk about this game. First things first, of course. Uh, new starting lineup, Marcus Morris, Marcus Smart, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, and Al Horford took the floor Monday night against the Pelicans. Easily their most productive lineup in terms of their offense. I mean, they scored 124 points. It's the most that they scored all season long. But also defensively, you saw a lot of things done on the defensive end because of Marcus Smart. And I'm so happy that Brad Stevens finally put him into the lineup. The first time he started Marcus Smart this season, and we saw the immediate effects of those of that start. Hmm. Did he really have a choice, though? With Jalen Brown out and Gordon Hayward now all coming off the bench, who else is he going to put there? He could have put Rozier in. He could have put Rozier in. He could have put, you know, he could have went bigger yeah, and went with the Baines lineup Baines, along with yeah. Marcus Morris. But I think the, 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 the reason why he was put into the game was because he was one of the few bright spots of uh, Saturday night's loss against the Mavericks. I think that had a lot to do with it too. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. But also with, um, with Morris now in the starting lineup, I mean, you're not going to have, you don't have much bench production if you're going to put in Rozier, right? In terms of offense. No, man, I think Marcus Morris should be a, a 
permanent starter in this lineup. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he's in the starting permanent lineup. Permanent starter. Like, if he's in the starting lineup, Jalen Brown is out because of, you know. Yeah, you get your boy back. Gordo. Get your boy Gordo coming off the bench now. Yeah, I mean, but, he's your go-to option off the bench at this point because until Rozier gets out of this funk, I mean, those two. But you gotta, I think he played pretty well against the Pelicans, Rozier. Yeah, he did, but I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that Marcus Morris wasn't there. I mean, I can just I ask think you the options? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, no Jalen Brown, so like everybody kind of gets more minutes. I, I think I think the key to this isn't Mar- whether Marcus Smart starting, Terry Rozier starting, Marcus Morris starting. It's the fact that Jalen Brown didn't play. I think that's really where Come we on, need to look at. Well, no, but no, but that's really where we Jaylen need to look now. at. Come on, man. Jalen's Jalen's been getting out of his funk. He's been the one that had to make the most adjustments out of Jalen. Okay, I don't I don't care. Jalen is All the right, no. most. He is the most. Uh, there's, there's obviously too many cooks in the kitchen. All right, all right so then, so then let's talk about it. There's an elephant in the room. You know I want to talk about. <laughs> when Jalen <laughs> comes back, talk about it. When Jalen comes back, <laughs> does it, does this starting lineup remain the same? No, I think you find a suitor for Jalen Brown. I think you just do it. No, you talking about trading? Yes. No, I didn't no, want to I, talk about that. I, I really, no, I really, I really feel feel like you need to. <laughs> I think Sean wants to talk about it. Yeah, I'm ready to talk about it. <laughs> you right? I know you're right about it. <laughs> no, man, don't start talking about that because you know why? <laughs> you know why? His stock is that this is this his stock may be lower than it was when he came out of his rookie. As a rookie, when he first hey started. Garcia, man, because <laughs> let me think about it. His Don't stock trade is so Jaylen, low. Man. All Don't stock trade him, man. His stock is low. Tatum's stock is low. Rozier's stock is way low. Yeah, like, no, I, I, don't I want hear to talk you. about trades right now. No, okay, but, uh, maybe, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself in trading, but I just think that you see that just there is obviously too many mouths to feed on this team. You can you can get on Brad and say like, yeah, like we've. We've been on Brad. I've been on Brad and say you need to figure out your starting lineup. You need to figure out how you're going to divvy up minutes. But if you got nine guys that that you need to play 20 minutes a night, that's a recipe for disaster. It's never going to work. It's never yeah. going to work. And, like, you can't sit Jalen Brown. Like, you can't sit him because guess what you do? Even worse than what's already happening. You diminish his trade value. Right? Well, what's, you can't sit Terry Rozier. What's going to happen? You diminish his trade value. Yeah, but what's 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 wrong with the idea of having him, having Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, and Hayward. Aaron Baines be the first ones off the bench? I mean, that's a solid. What about, what about Gordon Hayward? Gordon Hayward. Oh, excuse me, Gordon Hayward. Wow, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> Gordon Hayward. Those are your first three off the bench. You have Aaron Baines in the front court. Baines is going to get minutes regardless because he's a big man. So right. You're obviously minutes. taking minutes away. There's just right. too many mouths to feed. That is the problem. There's too well, many. Yeah, that you need to away. make a move. Well, yeah. You need to make okay, a move. Okay, the mouths to feed thing. Okay, I, I get that. I agree with that notion. Or somebody but needs my, to get injured. My point is if this starting five has been the most successful starting five that we've seen. Sure. Stick with it. Fine. And then figure out the rest later. Everyone can figure out the roles on the fly because at this point, when you're 20% – into the regular season, and you're a 500 team for a team that has championship aspirations, you have to go with whatever fix right now. Okay, but good, bro. it's one win, right? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Even no, Brad, even Brad was like, I'm we're, not we're, even. We're gonna go, we're gonna go through, I'm quoting some, well, paraphrasing Brad, what Brad said, uh, after the Pelicans game, because we're gonna go through like hundreds of lineups before we actually even stick to one, right? Right, which has always been Brad's thing. It's always been Brad's thing. Yeah. But, and years past, it's kind of been forced on him because of injuries. This year, They've been relatively healthy. I know it was 20, 21 games into the season. Right. 
So, and, and that's where I also say, you know, the, the whole trade talks thing, that's, that's a little premature because what if, what if, what if the Celtics were, I don't know, 15 and four? Are you, are you freaking, are you, are you like so excited? Like, oh, this team is definitely going to go to the finals, right? No one wins championships in November. Bro, but do you, that's totally <laughs> different. That's like saying what if like the Browns won the Super Bowl last year? No, but what if, what if the Celtics weren't a 500 team? Gordon Haywood is still playing like Gordon Haywood. Does it really matter though? No, but that's why it matters. They're losing. Like whatever. They're like, losing, it, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, fine, whatever. It's, it's more November on, basketball. It's fine. more on Brad. Say that all you want. Say it's it. more on Brad though. That's what I'm saying. It's not on Brad. It's it's about the makeup of this team. There's too many mouths to feed. There's too many people that want minutes that need, demand shots that aren't going to be able to, you know. Not play in a game one night. It's still on Brad. No, yeah. no one's getting a DMP. I mean, whose responsibility is that though? It falls it's on Brad. Brad. If yeah. Brad is quote unquote the next Greg Popovich, figure it out. And it's only again, it's only been twenty one games. But does Brad have the the ability to say, "Hey, uh, Danny, um, I'm not going to play Terry Rozier this week." Why? Why would he say that though? He doesn't. Maybe he wants to cut his cut his cut his bench down. And now you got Semi Ojale playing really well too. Why wouldn't he play more Semi? You know what I mean? Yeah, like there's. But then you're talking about the backcourt though, because with the backcourt, I mean Terry Rozier. There's minutes there for him. It's not like he's stealing minutes from Brad Wanamaker. You know what I mean? Like uh, the, the, in the backcourt, I mean, let's face it. <laughs> why is his name so funny? It's, <laughs> really, it's it Marcus really is. Smart. It's Terry Rozier, and it's Kyrie Irving. I mean, those are your three. And look, if. Brad Marcus Smart makes all the difference defensively in the starting lineup. Then Terry Rozier needs to figure things out, and that's on him. And I think he will. Like he's no. a streaky player. See, here, We've talked about that before. But but my whole thing with Brad Stevens, though, and we talked about this last week, is my problem is when you have someone like Gordon Hayward, who is not giving you anything offensively, and you need an offensive push. And it's the end of the fourth quarter, and you decide to still put Gordon Hayward in the mix, in the lineup, on the floor. If you're creating plays for Gordon Hayward, that's a problem because that's an opportunity that should be given to somebody else. Yeah, and so I I, I agree. Just I, I think here here's the my major point on this is that great you beat the Pelicans, you still lost three out of four to garbage teams. Garbage team. It's a turning point, Sean. Come on, man. This no, is this, this is, is not a turning point. This is it. This is the because lineup. you, be, no, no, <laughs> it's not. No, <laughs> like there are still major flaws with this team. All right, and so moving forward, though, what would be your starting five? What would you, what would you do if you're Brad Stevens? I don't think it matters about the starting five. I think it matters about a shakeup of the the actual makeup of the team. Oh, so you're all about the trade? You're talking you're about, about the personnel? No, you're talking about rotation or what, no, we're, we're talking about, about personnel? personnel. But why? He's talking about he's talking about shipping people out of here. No, but wait, that's, wait, that's, wait. That's here's a, why. Here's that's why. A, here's that's why. A panic move in November. We are how many games in the season? Twenty one. Twenty one games into the season. <laughs> Eleven and ten, bro. <laughs> Easy math. Twenty one games into the season. That I can do. This team was supposed to be the hands down okay. best team in the East. Right. This was supposed to be the second best team in the NBA. Okay. And they are five hundred. You know okay. who's not five hundred? Like half the league. Half the league is better than the Celtics right now. Celtics are a middle of the road, seven or eight seed scrub team so right what, now. What's Brad Stevens going to do? Trade Jalen Brown for a couple second rounders? I mean, like no, that's you don't his trade value second, right now. No, no, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's who you think is valuable. All right. So then, what, what about what about trading Gordon Hayward? Hmm? I think people who say that are are um, dreaming. 
Okay. The Celtics have way too much invested in him. I think, yeah, it's like a great trade machine thing because you can get a big star back. But no one's taking on Gordon Hayward unless, uh, I don't know, you, I think, seriously, the only person, I said it last episode, like a Kemba Walker type deal with expiring contract thing, but you don't want to get involved in that anyways. What kind of deal will, would improve this team in November? I literally think, I literally think if this you- isn't, This isn't baseball where you can just trade, you know, a $30 million player for a bag of balls. I would like a bag of balls and a first <laughs> round draft pick for Jalen Brown. And give me a, How's give, that gonna match up salary wise? Give me I mean, a, give me a, give me a vet. Give me some type of vet. What you're looking for. Give me like a 14, is, 15 year vet. You know what I mean? That's what this team needs. You're looking for that's, an addition. Right, thank you. Thank you, Kyrie. <laughs> that's the thing. You're looking for an addition. Addition by subtraction. By subtraction. Hell yeah, yeah. And, 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 not, NBA. and not by man. subtraction. Not by subtraction. You cash in on it. So like, but you, you can't trade for a couple of G leaguers that you can develop no. down but you in, can, or up in How much does Jalen Brown make? Or a player to be named later. Why are we even talking about trading Jalen Brown, man? You got me down this damn rabbit hole right now. Listen. No. You do not – the Celtics do not need to trade Jalen Brown. You don't have to trade anybody right what now. What everyone needs okay, to do wait, wait, is what? carve out their roles. Mm. Brad Stevens needs to assign roles and figure it out. His big boy pants and figure it exactly. out. Exactly. I get it. He went the first 15 to 20 games with what he thought was the best route in terms of the starting unit, in terms of people getting minutes, divvying up minutes the way he thought was best fit, and it hasn't worked out for him. Listen, I'm not ready to fire Brad Stevens right now. Do I think it falls on him? Yes. yes I think this record does fall on him, but he's still figuring it out. With that being said, what we saw against the Pelicans, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this team's going to be, oh, this is it. This is the big turning point we've been you looking for. That. But no, it's a bright spot. And what's been a very dark no, it's beginning. A, it's a fucking win against a team you should beat. That it shouldn't be a bright spot for but any they team. Crush them. That's that, what they need that, to do. They had the same exact record, bro. Listen, the same. Celtics have finally handed out two blowout losses. Yay. One to the Hawks. One to the Pelicans. Oh wow, those teams were our NBA Finals contenders this and year. And offensively, they've reached marks that they haven't reached all season long. What whether about we're the talking Knicks? about scoring? Whether we're talking about not even just offense, defensively. They what about turned the Mavericks? 22 turnovers into 32 points. They haven't done that all year long. That's the most they've ever converted into into points. They just look better. And I I haven't even been big on putting Marcus Smart or excuse me, putting Marcus Morris into that starting lineup because I'm like, listen, don't mess with Marcus's confidence. Let Morris do what he does off the bench. But now so that's, that's I'm on the I, fence. That's how I'm I, on the fence a bit right now. That's how I felt about the possibility of Gordon Hayward coming off the bench before it actually happened. I was like, you're going to mess with this dude's psyche big time, but he's it willing to do it. point when you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm saying you, you got to tweak something. I get right. you. I understand. Um, but I think Brad needs more of that and you need more and you need more, uh, consistent wins. Like if they stay with this lineup and they go like, you know, win six out of the next like eight, then fuck it. Don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Listen, <laughs> if, if we didn't, if, if we didn't try to get too high off the Raptors win, we can't get high off the Pelicans and Hawks win. I don't think it's about the it's win about, itself, yeah, yeah, yeah. though. I think it's the overall body language of the team. Not only that, they're off for a week almost, like four yeah, yeah. or five days. Right, so, so that's going to play a big part, too, yeah, moving you, forward, you, too. You start right now, Brad has to go back to the drawing board and say, do I stick with this lineup? Do Is Jalen Brown healthy? Mm. Do I keep Jalen on the bench? Exactly. Like, just, some, just okay. start I'm, playing with these things. I'm don't gonna, just. I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. I think uh, – so – we said we said a couple episodes ago, Christmas is the yeah, mega break. I was going to bring that up actually. No, actually, are you still on that? Fence? Yeah, no. Before you, before you. I mean, are you, are you still on before that? You are you, that? You before you answer that, still stand by that. Before you answer that, this question was brought up about Gordon Hayward in preseason, and you said by the trading deadline, if he's not somewhat near himself, 
you're like, it's going to be a problem. Right. So now you're saying Christmas, or you're just saying this team in general? Oh, no, no, no. That was Gordon Hayward. This is for so I thought the I, team's so, performance overall. Yes, I When I said that about Hayward, I thought, like, the Celtics will be fine without Hayward. If he's not playing well, they'll obviously, like, give him a lesser role, and it'll be okay. Instead, you're trying to put a guy that looks like he's a middle league ba- – middle league um, – what the fuck am I trying to say? Middle school basketball coach – Trying to work his way into. I think you combine little league and middle. (laughs) (laughs) Middle league. What is middle league? He's a fucking middle league basketball coach (laughs) out there trying to prove himself to the Celtics, and you're giving him 40 minutes a night. Like they need to pull him back, and I think yeah, you still need to like let him go until the trade deadline. I'm not. I'm like I'm. I'm a little worried about Hayward's usage. I'm not worried about Hayward's development because I think we all knew it was going to take some time. Yeah, yeah. But why are we forcing him into these games where we need to win? You know what I mean? So that, so that, that's a separate story. Gotcha. But I think for this team, if they're one game over 500 and it's Christmas, and you come out and you lose to the 76ers, who, by the way, oh, here we go, are the best team in the Eastern Conference right now. Mm-hmm. Can anyone deny that? Mm, I think the Raptors might. Can anyone have, deny that? Have something to say about Can that. anyone deny the Philadelphia 76ers are the nah, best man, team in the Eastern Conference? Still the Raptors. The Raptors 17 and 4, Absolutely bro. not. Jimmy Butler is a man possessed right now. Um. Anyways, Christmas is the make or break point. Christmas is the make or break point with this team. I think that obviously, if we go like four or five games under five hundred, but until then, you lose to the Cavs, and then you lose a couple other games in a row here, and then you're looking at like losing like seven of your last nine. Then you're in trouble, right? But if they're still playing the same level, and there's not a couple game win streak until Christmas, that is when. All the shit hits the fan. So all, this, the, all the stuff this need is like a good four or five game win streak right now. That's that, all they. That need. would be nice. But do you yeah. see? Do you see that happening? Well, I mean, do you see it happening? Since 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 uh, Kyrie's you know fuck Thanksgiving uh, comment, they've yeah. only lost once. So let's see. They've only played three games. Still, <laughs> still, I'll take I'll take the good with the bad. I got a problem with Kyrie saying "fuck Thanksgiving." It's two. It's two and one. He apologized. He oh, apologized. Of course you do. You you would have a problem with no. Him, like Kyrie I don't have a problem with him saying "fuck Thanksgiving." Hey, he, he's a Navajo, remember? But how the goddamn <laughs> hell are you gonna board the plane? And the Celtics take a media picture of you boarding your stupid plane. Look like some cranberry sauce you had in there. There was squash. There was turkey, and there probably plenty was cranberry gravy. sauce. There gravy. was that was a Thanksgiving two go plate, and he just has the audacity to bring that on the plate. Well, Sean, speaking of planes, he, apo- he apologized. He apologized. Are the oxygen masks out now? The oxygen masks are out. I no, tell. come on. The oxygen masks are out. No, no, one thousand percent. Even after the Pelicans win, it doesn't matter about the Pelicans win. Like oh, this, this plane is going down. Unless, all right. Well, I must be Zach Braff in the middle of it then. Unless Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford, Braff in Garden State, Denzel Washington, or Tom Hanks are the pilots of these motherfucking planes. I'll even, I'll even throw Samuel Jackson on there too. I'm telling you, (laughs) Sean is the people in the back freaking out. I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Yeah, somebody's definitely whipped out their guitar and just like, yeah, we do, yeah, we do, strumming. Don't panic. I'm 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 definitely panicking about this. Remember, bro. Don't panic. I'm panicking. I'll give you that. I'll no. give you the Christmas. All right, that's a month away. Okay, more but, than a month away. But Five weeks I just away. I just don't see how I I don't like. We've had very similar conversations about how this team should turn it around. Right? It seems simple. Fix the lineup. Manage the minutes more. Brad Stevens needs more of a voice. 
Okay. I don't like, know, but, but wait, hold on, hold on. Like they, they've, they, they haven't shown any type of consistency to show that this team is built for a deep run. I just feel like a year ago, your, your own, the only player the Celtics were missing was Gordon Hayward. They were what, 17 and three? 18 and three? Was any, was anybody at that time saying, oh, they're definitely going to the NBA finals? No. There was a guy named LeBron that played in the Eastern Conference. But regardless, though, you're adding one more player. No, I'm saying a year later, you're adding one more player. And this is, quote, unquote, the best team Brad has ever coached, right? Talent-wise, up and down, at any level. So I, I'm going to put it on Brad. It's up to him to figure this shit out. But what if figuring it out is getting rid of a piece? But it's not up to him, though, to get rid of a piece. All right, here I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this to you. It's like you said about benching people. Yeah, if he's gonna bench someone, he's not gonna go to Danny and say, "Hey, Danny, can I bench?" No, he's gonna fucking do it. When do you? When the do same you? Way, hold on. The same way. The same way he had the third stringers play the other night last week at home. He was like, "You guys suck tonight, mm-hmm. and you guys don't deserve to fucking try to get us back in this game." I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw the third stringers. You need to do more shit like that to wake them up. You have to make one of these moves this year. Do you trade Jalen Brown or fire Brad Stevens? I have to make a move. Like, why? <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a dumb. You question. have to make a move. Yeah, you would trade Jalen Brown. Go on, man. You would trade Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah, but that's not even the easier thing to do, though. The easier no. thing to do would be to get rid of Brad. That's plus the you're not going to just trade. But, but trade what, I, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, like you just, firing Brad Stevens does not help this team get better. Yeah, because you 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 just think that Jalen Brown is the problem. That right? I don't think it's Jalen Brown. I think it's the fact that this team has. This team has Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, Marcus Morris, all playing the same exact position, the same exact role, all trying to get the most minutes and to see who's effective. You could even throw Marcus Smart into that mix because he sometimes plays that position as well. Like there is too many wings on this team, right. and there's not enough ball to go around, especially they, wait, they, especially when your number one offensive player okay. is the point guard. So there's not even the number one player in that group of five that demands the ball. All right. Different sport. How did the Red Sox pull that off with all these multiple players playing the same position? Alex Cora, right? He says, no, you're going to play when I tell you you're going to play. Who, like Steve Pierce? MVP of the fucking World Series. Brock Holt. Brock Holt has some huge hits. All right. Huh? So this would be my, my homie Rafi. This would, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on, Rafi. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's a lot easier in baseball to do that because my point my point is like it's, yeah, it's I don't know if that I don't know. I get I get what you're saying it, there now. It's like it, Alex again. Gore was able to manage that situation, but it's also a lot different when you have an up and coming superstar in Jason Tatum, a guy that you paid thirty million a year, you have arguably your second best player to to play in the season so far in Marcus Morris, and then you have the number three overall pick. Like these aren't Steve Pierce, uh Brock Holt. These aren't utility I, guys. I, these are guys that need minutes and are expecting minutes and especially But isn't it, isn't that a, part of the growth process though? What bent? What restrict no, 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 minutes? No, not restrict minutes. Is no win in terms of like in terms of Brad Stevens? Isn't that the best way to to teach guys? Like you were needed last season during the during the playoffs because we were missing X and Y. Okay, great. 
Now this time around, we have to we have to add these other pieces, and you have to I don't know like learn how to fucking play with these guys. Nah, I don't think so because I think it would be a lot easier if Gordon Hayward was playing well and Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown were playing well consistently every single night. If like Gordon if Hayward I, was playing well, that w- I think that would be worse. No, I think it'd be better because then I think you could look at Jalen Brown and say, "Listen, we're paying thirty million for this guy. He's a proven superstar in the league. He's earned his stripes." You need to take a back seat. But when Jalen Brown is playing like shit, but still playing better than Gordon Haywood, then you have a problem there. Then it's well, ba- well, that's what he reacted. He was like, "All right, Gordon Haywood, you come off the bench." Yeah, now. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see what he does with Jalen Brown moving forward because of obviously what happened worked against the Pelicans. They just looked better overall as a starting unit. Yeah, there was nobody trying but to like dunk balls. They had beforehand no, though. Jalen no Brown's been dunking. He's been making strides to improvement. Or, or at least carving out the role that he thinks is best fit for him. Like, I just think Brad Stevens has a tough decision to make whether he benches Jalen or not. Um, it's gonna have repercussions to it. You got Marcus Morris in the mix. You got Al Horford who bounced back. I mean, I think, I don't know. I, I think Marcus Morris in that lineup p- played a part in Al Horford putting together his best game of the season against the Pelicans, which I think is overlooked because, like Sean said, it's the Pelicans. And because I think these games from Al Horford sort of tend to come come together every, I don't know, seven, eight games, you know? That's sort of been his track record since he's been with the Celtics. So I'm not, I'm not sure if it's a testament of just Al Horford being Al, putting together that game where he just kind of goes off, or is this a direct uh, effect of the lineup change of Marcus Morris being next to him? Well, I think it's, I think it's both. I think Marcus Morris... I think he had 11 rebounds, if I'm not mistaken, against uh, the Pelicans. I just feel like and Al, and it allowed, it allowed Al to be roamed to roam. Yeah, exactly. Bit. I had a, I feel like it had a lot of a lot to do with him having more open looks because of Marcus Morris. And Marcus well, Morris was cleaning time, up the glass with, with offensive rebounds and putting up you know second chance points. At the same time, I mean, we we saw Al struggle at the five at some points last year, um, but. At other times against certain lineups, and when you put him at the five and you went small, like he'd be, he'd, right. he'd be great. Yeah. So I think it's all matchup based. Like it's, a, I think, like I think he does well when Baines is in there. Ba- he does well as a four or, when or, Baines is in or, there, or, and then recently with with but Morris in there as well. But I mean, when you have Gordon in there. Yeah. And Jason Tatum, yeah. then I, I, I hope yeah. it's like I got to fucking do. I got to. I got to be the boy in five. I got to block. I got to yeah. you know you know shoot two and then pass and then yeah. that's yeah. Yep. No, I think I truthfully, I mean, this year's MVP so far is Marcus Morris in my opinion. Hands down. He's without, been the most consistent, I think. Without without Marcus Morris, this team, which is crazy to think. But without with all the talent that's on this team, Marcus Morris is the <laughs> most most <laughs> valuable player on this team. The guy that people freaked out if we traded Avery Bradley for. Most yeah. valuable player. So you star number the guy, one. The guy who has the the guy Marcus who has Morris, the, yeah, I'm the not, I'm the not most any. trade value right now, ironically. Yes, I'm not sitting him. I'm not doing anything with I'm playing Mark I mean, Morris. His minutes have been the same. Thirty minutes a night. Yeah. Rather he comes off the bench. They've been the same. Yep. I, I, he, I would he, just start him. I would just start him. And I would if you know what? If you're gonna start Baines, I don't care. Start uh start Morris as well. Did seeing Anthony Davis make you think how good he would be in a Celtics uniform any more than you already did? Mm. <sighs> Good segue. Yeah, I guess so. We can talk about uh, this shit. <laughs> Sean's not looking forward to this conversation whatsoever. Nah, man, but I there's a twist these, to no, it, no, though. Rumors, it's, it's, Listen, no, yo, there's a no. twist to this one, though, because a lot of people are overlooking the, 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 the Derek Rose rule here, okay? The Rose rule is in place, especially when we're talking about guys like Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis teaming up. Now, the Rose rule, for those who don't know, 
is when a team is allowed to re-sign their rookie after the rookie deal and give them 30% of uh, a bonus in comparison to what other teams can offer. Now, Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving are both signed under this rule, under the Rose rule. And since the new CBA, no team is allowed to have two guys sign under the same rule on the same roster. So that Wait, that it? doesn't allow the Celtics to trade for Anthony Davis and still have Kyrie Irving in the same contract. Yeah, I don't think Anthony Davis is going anywhere this year. That's I don't, just me. I don't, I don't think so either, but for a hypothetical standpoint, well, let's hypothetically, say, I want both. Let, let's say if he's That's going to leave, let's say the, the, the report is true and that come February, the Pelicans are still in the middle of the Western Conference, not going to make the playoffs, a 500 team. And according to this report, that's when the the, the, the Pelicans will look to, to, to deal Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is down to leave if that's the situation that he finds himself in. Good chance that's going to happen. If this means the Southers cannot trade for him this season, would you be willing to give up Kyrie Irving nope. to trade for Anthony Davis? Nope. Sean, where do you fall on this? Because I'm dying to know, For as someone who's been so critical with – one percent, I would do that. You would do that in a heartbeat. No, I wouldn't do it. Why? Well, I'll tell you why I would. Anthony Davis is a better player than Kyrie Irving. Well, I do agree with that, but then you're back to where you kind of are right now. You're the Pelicans of the East. No, How? no, 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 no. You're almost the Pelicans of the East. You basically trade. You're, you're basically trading heads heads up, right? Because who's your closer? Is it going to be Anthony Davis? Can Terry Rozier lead this team to a championship? It's called Jason Jason Tatum. Oh yeah, he's he's looked great. Yeah, he's looked good. But is he ready to be that guy? See, this is my thing. Like down the road, like why 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 didn't they get past Cleveland last long year? term? Because they didn't have a closer in game. Exactly, seven. long term this looks good, but short term it's like it's almost like you went from being ten feet away from the championship window to now you're down the hall and to the left. You know what I mean? Like because you don't know if these guys are ready. I, I mean, okay, they made the Eastern Conference Finals last year, but how did Terry Rozier look on the road? He looked awful. Is Jason Tatum ready to be that Not guy? Awful. He looked all right. On Not the awful. road? Yeah. I don't know. Right. I mean, again, game six in Cleveland? How about game seven in Boston? It was the only bad home game that he had. That was the only home Throughout bad. the postseason. Okay. I just don't know if he's ready for that. I don't I don't think you should. I think both players are a little bit injury prone. Kyrie versus Anthony Davis, right? Long term, though, who would you rather want? Who's younger? Who has a longer career in the NBA? Aren't they both the same age? They're both 25? Yeah, they're both the same age. They're both the same age. But you yeah. want to put those guys together, man. That's my thing. Yeah, you don't, I you don't want you to put them together. You don't want to get one and then the other. And if you missed out on Anthony Davis, then so be it. This team is the roster that you want to be with. This is the team that we think can compete for a championship for the next three or four years. So so be it. If you don't get Anthony Davis, you don't get, you don't get Anthony Davis. But I still think the Celtics still have a chance to get him after this. It just gets a lot more complicated. I think you would be perfectly fine with um, – an up-and-coming lineup with Anthony Davis and Terry Rozier at the starting point guard. If you have Ter- Terry Rozier, do you think that team can compete with the Warriors? Rozier, basically, basically, what no, you're doing? No, no team can compete with the Warriors. Remember? Yeah, that's Marcus Cousins. That's true. When Cousins comes back, it's a wrap. Yeah, but <laughs> um, but that's that's your Anthony Davis. He wants him Direct. to be in the Celtics uniform, not Anthony Davis. Direct quote. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. You put the team that went to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals last year and basically plug in Anthony Davis instead of Kyrie Irving, I think I'd like that better. Yeah, but because okay. I, think, I think Anthony Davis can play – well, obviously, play off the ball 
and allow a lot of other players to get involved a lot more often. Okay, but there's no guarantee he's going to sign and resign in New Orleans. Kyrie Irving, he's going to he's probably most likely he's going to walk. You, you just traded Anthony Davis for nothing. Yeah. For a rental. We'll make something that you think Which is exactly why I think mm. this is a stupid conversation. <laughs> well, you can still offer draft picks. You can still offer why a lot. Do that? The Southern's have plenty of, what do you mean? The Sacramento Kings pick? The Southern's have up to- Why are you gonna do that? Why don't you just draft Zion Williamson? Jesus Christ. Well, I don't think the Sacramento, I don't think they're gonna go that low. Uh, pretty good. Uh, Number seven in the West, guys. Sacramento Kings. Look, I just think a lot of people, would be willing to sacrifice Kyrie Irving to see Anthony Davis in his uniform. I don't think that's the right thing. I don't think that's best for this team. I think based on what people saw last year, that's what they're going off of. Like, oh, exactly. Terry can lead this team, but yeah. then what if Terry walks? What if Terry says, no, fuck you. Well, you, no, guys, they, you guys are all nah, about. The Southern's a lock man. I don't know, man. I don't know. They, he would be the new Kyrie Irving deal. He would be the new. I don't know. He would be the new Rose. Uh, like we, Rose couldn't, we couldn't figure something out before the season. Rose rule. Everybody's all about Kyrie. Kyrie says he's going to resign. Now you guys decide to trade him. Oh, now you guys need me. What if, what if Terry walks? Then what? Nah, man. You got Marcus Smart running this Terry team? Terry would be the happiest guy on the team. He'd be like, this is it. This is the situation I want to be in. That's what he wanted. Yeah. That's what he wants all along. He loves the city. He loves the team. All in all, I he think wants to be the main guy. Stupid conversation to have about trading for Anthony Davis. It's just so many, so many dumb things like these roles. Like if it was just straight up like you could trade for him right now, then you, it'd be. You could. What do you mean? But you have to trade Kyrie. That's what I mean. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Yeah, yeah, no. That's what I You get. just said you're willing to do I, that. I obviously am willing to do this if it's fantasy fucking basketball or like, <laughs> but like what, what, how does that make sense for any team? Like you have to think about the Pelicans, right? I'm not going to give up a bunch of draft picks to get Anthony Davis just because you're going to take my best player for six months. Like yeah. it just, it just doesn't make logical sense for anybody no. to do it. Just wait no. for Kyrie to walk at the end of the year. Then. Jalen. Figure out how to get Anthony Davis. Jalen, We've what? talked about Jalen, this before Jalen. the season. Okay, well, what? Jalen Rose, we all said Jalen Rose we'll just, just wait for him to be a free agent. Jalen Rose just wanted to stir the pot on this on this conversation yes, about this getting rid of Kyrie. Stupid. Well, what about stupid? Right, stupid. Well, stupid. What's the what's the alternative for the Pelicans? Like, what's out there for them to? Well, that's why I don't think he's going anywhere this year. During the summer, whether it's this year or next year, like what's the alternative? No, I trade him for Luka Doncic. Like this list is this list is crazy. You got the Knicks, you got the Lakers. Like who? Which which one of those teams are going to give up? The Philadelphia 76ers? What are they going to give up? Ben Simmons? Like they don't have anything to offer these guys. The Lakers could make a package built around Brandon Ingram. Yeah, but the, the report the report is that was a joke. That's re- a fucking no, but the report is money wise they he could. Sucks. He he's not great, but they no, could. The, the report no, I is, love how Lakers fans think that they're like, no, we can trade Ingram and Guzma and get a big time player. Like we we could get Kawhi for that, you know. The report is him, Anthony Davis saying, uh, allegedly or reportedly that if New Orleans wants to trade me, these are my teams. These are the teams that yeah. I'd be open to. But he still wants to remain in New Orleans. He's and gonna New Orleans, stay in New Orleans until he's and gonna be a free agent, yeah. and then he's gonna walk. Like enjoy it's two the more time years. there. There's two more years after this. That's it. That's it. Why do we keep re- why do we keep revisiting this shit? Yo, we haven't talked about Anthony Davis since like August. So it's I don't know why you keep saying that. When's the last time we talked about Anthony Davis? It's every two months we talk about this motherfucker. Nah, three months. All right, every three months. Well, because the Celtics are playing the way they're playing, it's gonna be talked about a trade or yeah. some sort of. Trades are going to be brought. There's also a national also story, about, and the Celtics just play the Pelicans. What about uh, the Celtics? That's pretty damn relevant. What about the Celtics trading for LeBron James? That'd be nice. That's not a story, nor Could is it relevant be. whatsoever. Because Celtics haven't played the Lakers. Mm, when they do, no man, it's the story. We'll bring it up. 
This is current events, Sean. No, I do love, I do love how the like, national stories don't, don't, don't yeah, circulate they, around Causeway Street. And yeah, the Celtics they, in the next two years could try to acquire Anthony Davis without getting rid of Kyrie Irving. I'm all for it. But until then, that's gonna be very, very, very difficult. That, yeah. That's kind of my point. This whole thing. No, Jalen Brown. <laughs> that would okay. That's five. five or or they could try to resign him, or they try to sign him straight out in two years. Even better because this, yeah. this is the thing about training for Anthony Davis. The, all the contract fillers are no longer available. There's there's no uh, Terry Rozier. He's a free agent. There's no Marcus Morris. Guys who could who could fill the caps. There's Gordon Hayward. <laughs> Gordon Hayward. Hey, in two what years, talking about or or you have to hope they take Al Horford for a year for a, a rental just to match up salaries. Like all I'm saying is this: the Celtics they have to wait till he becomes a free agent, so you can wait about two years for well, that to happen. I'm saying, like, and, and within that time period, Gordon Hayward has two years left on his deal at that point, right? Yeah, but within that time period, you should have won a championship. So we'll see yeah, what happens. Not there only you that, but you want to keep that, that window period, open. We're all going to find out that he's a 14 to 15 point player and that's it yeah but within that well, time what? period you could also not sign Kyrie. you could also trade terry rozier you could this team will look a lot different by the time anthony davis is you, free what you gonna sign no not sign Kyrie and then trade rozier i'm just saying no what some a lot of things can happen with this team you could trade jalen brown you could trade whoever like you could you could I, they, Kyrie could go down with another knee injury They're, this team has a lot of a lot of um a lot of ways it could look. That's why I think it's just like it, this is stupid to talk. You think it's bad me hitting the panic button in November? Talking about trading a guy that realistically won't be able to be traded for until Kyrie re-signs a long-term deal or leaves is crazy to be talking about in November, in my opinion. Who the hell is going to play after Friday? Cavs, dude. Cavs are here. After Friday. Cavs are here. After Friday. Cavs are here. Who are they going to play? Uh, mm. good question. Sean takes his phone out. All right, so Friday, Causeway Street's gonna be in the building. Beep beep beep. Yeah, Causeway Street. <laughs> uh, is it a home game? It's a home game. All right, Cavaliers travel to Boston to play the Celtics. Got you guys traveling to Cleveland there. Remember the queue. Remember. The East goes through Cleveland this that's year. That's right. That's right. All right. Just ask J.R. Smith. Oh, wait. <laughs> He's chilling. This is a big game. I would trade Jalen Brown for J.R. Smith. This is a oh, big game. God. This is a big game for the Celtics um, to take down the reigning <laughs> Eastern Conference champions. The four-time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, the dynasty of the Eastern Conference. Yes. Yes. So they seem to take them down if they they mean business this year. Yeah, they're looking. They're actually looking to to trade for uh, Markel Fultz. Do you know that? Uh, who? The Cavs. Your boy Markel. Be a great fit. Hmm. Back to back alert. Back to back alert. What? Celtics then travel. Play a seven o'clock game on a Friday night. Travel to Minnesota the next day. <laughs> And play the Timberwolves. How does that make sense? Right, that's strange. <laughs> Time zone cross. I don't, I don't think. Let I don't me guess. Think it's a one o'clock start. Friday, Saturday, back to back. I don't think a lot of people have talked about how fucked up this schedule's been for the Celtics as far as well. No, no, no. you you saw this coming though, because if you have three days off out of nowhere, you best to believe that it's a stupid back to back coming. No, up. But like even like before that, like you know, 
half of October and half of this month has been some weird All right. games. Very true. And you know what? I have been not acknowledging that fact. Um, and you've been looking ahead. I have been looking ahead. Either way, I'm going to say this. I'm going to just read five teams to you, and you tell me you tell me if the Celtics are better than these five teams. Are the Celtics better than the Cavaliers? Yes. Yes. Are the Celtics better than the Timberwolves? Yes. Yes. But this doesn't mean anything because they've the lost better than a the lot Knicks? of teams that are freaking not Yes, but they've them. lost the Knicks already. Are the Celtics better than the Bulls? Yes. Are the Celtics better than the Pelicans? Yes. Okay. So – all I'm saying is, and that's not, and after that is the Wizards and Hawks and Pistons and Suns. They don't play a legitimate playoff team until four days before freaking Christmas. All right, they should be mopping the fucking floor with this schedule in the next six or seven games. If they're going to turn things around before Christmas, uh, they need to do it right now. They well, need to go on a five, six, seven game winning streak. Mark it down, Sway. When they beat the Pelicans and they go on this little six, seven game win streak here, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. This is, we'll know. And this is the, this was the moment they turned it around. Right now. Right now. Right now. When Stevens made that lineup change. Right know, here, right now. That was the turning point. Mm-hmm. There'll be books written about it. <laughs> the infamous turning point. The infamous turning point of the season. For the champion. Celtics. 2019. Maybe Bob Ryan can write it while brushing his teeth. Jesus. And they all fall out. That's why he doesn't brush them. Well, it's been a while since you brought that up. So Crack that teeth. <laughs> all right. No, but for real, Cavs, that should be a win. The The back-to-back is tricky. So the back-to-back is tricky, right? I'll give them a little bit of leeway there. I'm going to give them leeway because back all the stars one. will be chilling in the fourth quarter. Actually, no, no, no. Wait, 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 though. No, they don't. Get any leeway right now. They've had leeway, right? Have they? They have need they have, to beat win on the back to back. Have they way won, more leeway than they should have. Have they won on a back to back? I know they've lost, and that's probably the only back to backs they've had this season. I know they've lost three, their last three back to backs. Yeah, Celtics suck on the second night of a back to back. Celtics suck. So you finally give them a loss. There you go. Uh, Good for you. No, I should have given them a loss. I, I'm just saying. So this is. I swear, I've said I've said this a lot. This is the last time I'm gonna say that they're gonna go, they're gonna go undefeated. If they don't, then I'm just gonna say that they suck and they're never gonna win another game the rest of the season. So you're still gonna say they're going undefeated? Okay. They t- sway. I can't literally sit here and say just to be clear that they should lose to the Cavaliers. No way they should lose to the Cavaliers. They should beat the Cavaliers by 30 points. If the Timberwolves comes down to the wire, guess what? Nut up, sack the fuck up time. You're on a back to back. You get. Five, uh, Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. You get four days off after that game. Play your back to back, travel, nut the fuck up and win. Get on a three game winning streak. Travel halfway then, across the country. Then, I would love to hear Brad Stevens say that. Nut the fuck up. <laughs> no, that, I think that would help. I think that would help. No, I'm serious. I think it would help. Who knows? Maybe he's doing that. We, we don't know. All right. So three and oh. Uh, I'm going to include four and oh. I'm going to say the Bulls. What day is the Bulls on? Saturday. Yeah, throw them in there. Knicks, so, Wait, okay. What? Cavs, Celtics, next Knicks, Saturday? Bulls. Cavs, Celtics, Knicks, Bulls. 4-0. Those are shitty teams, bro. They should be 4-0, hands down. Yeah, well. They could be playing in a back-to-back. The same thing about the Knicks. You yeah. The same I'm telling thing about you, bro. The Jazz. Tell you. This is the last time I'm going to do this. I, I've been. <laughs> this is the last time I'm going to do this. I've been same positive. about the Magic. I've been positive. Dallas. I've. I I've, told you about Dallas last week, too. I said, oh, I don't know about Dallas, that Dallas yeah. game. Yeah, Dallas was, Dallas was 
has been overlooked this season. Yeah. No, no shut the up. Knicks in New Orleans, yeah. I was like, okay, but Dallas, they were just coming off that Warriors win. They were feeling themselves heading into that game. Nah, man, they weren't. Okay. No, they weren't? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> no, nah, man, I just think you can't lose to this many bad teams. You need to start winning. I don't know about that Minnesota game. All, all I know, okay, here's the thing. Only, they, only, all, only because of the travel. Like, if it wasn't back-to-back, they had like a day in between, but – Traveling halfway across the fucking country, but they need to win. I know. I'm not saying that they don't need to win. So if they, what, what is? I don't think. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's a give me or givey or whatever. The, what, the, what am I trying to say? I don't think it's a a gimme. Gimme. Thank you. A give me. Either way, this this team this team needs needs to turn around. I don't needs. think it's a layup. All right. It's not a. It's not a. They're Brad happy. Stevens ballbuster. They're. <laughs> They're, I know Minnesota right now is happy that Jimmy Butler's gone, so they're playing like they have like nothing they all, lose. They all have their lunch money now. They're all, yeah, they're all like, we can, we can, we can walk, we can roam the halls again. I can roam the halls free without worrying about a wedgie. We, we, you know, no more bully, no more bully Butler. Mm, that guy was an asshole. Like you went to the principal, principal Tibbs, and he was like, "Well, you should have been roaming the halls when he's in the halls." But then, then finally, he did something to get himself expelled. <laughs> like, thank God. Tips is just like, I've had enough. You've done nothing in my benefit. You've been expelled. Brought in the, uh, the exchange student. And Bringing the exchange and student. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. What was the other one? Uh, um, Covington. 